Welcome, it's the spiritual travels of a fire wolf and I'm in the car, on the road but not for comedy, but technically it's for comedy cause it's meant to help with my mental health. Hello, this is Tarot Tuesday and I'm excited because today's card is very near and dear to my heart. It is the Empress, and the Empress is numerology, trace, three, in the major arcana, and I am currently in front of Waterman Seafood, waiting on my order. Uh, This card is so near and dear to me because when I found out that this was my birth card, it all made sense to me. Because to me, the Empress is the state of Maryland uh, for me. Now, for other people, it's going to be a different interpretation. But she is the marshlands to me. She's Maryland to me. She's the eastern shore for me. She's the Chesapeake Bay for me. She's estuaries for me. She, But the way that I look at the Empress is she's the meeting of all of the elements in one but also she is connected her crown chakra is connected to the stars so she is intuitive but she's pulling up the energy from the earth um with you know creativity and abundance and she does rule the land um this is her own land and don't let it be mistaken that the empress is ruled by anybody she is her own independent character in the major arcana um, just as the high priestess is it's just that she works with the divine trinity she works with life death and rebirth and i felt like this is a fitting card for tarot tuesday in that you know i'm going in order so it it's all kind of synchronizing together but today pluto goes retrograde and after yesterday's full moon in scorpio there is a lot going on here. Now, Pluto is kind of a lonely, on a lonely road right now in Capricorn. Um, and we'll be there for a while, I think, till what, 2022 or 2023? 2023? Um, don't quote me on ephemeris stuff. I'm coming from intuition right now. But Pluto is teaching us all the lessons of digging up the mud. And that's why I keep going down to Assateague Island in Maryland before I start a new adventure next week. And my schedule is going to be a little bit more locked down, um, which I think is even more fitting because next week's card will be the Emperor, which is a more locked down card. But with the Empress, she is moving in the season she's moving with the season she's moving even with the tides and I think of the marshlands as the kidneys and the lymph nodes of of the earth of mother earth herself and I think it's yesterday that I saw uh, an op-ed in the New York Times um, and I should have it out but I'm gonna switch pages here so hopefully I'll keep recording but the opinion article is women of bears ears speak 
The mountains are reaching out to us. We are rooted to Mother Earth through her body like the plants are rooted to the soil. This article was written by, and if I say names incorrectly, I do apologize, Eloise Wilson, Mary R. Benali, Ajani Yepa, and Cynthia Wilson. And it says, the authors are among the founding members of the Women of the Bears Ears org, which supports restoration of Bears Ears National Monument. Now, this is located in Utah. But when I read this op-ed, there was a call to action in the op-ed. So I'm actually going to read the call to action. It might be a little out of order. But, um, and it's not going to be the full article, but there was a prayer in this particular op-ed. And I found it so poignant to the Empress because for me, the Empress card is Maryland, the estuaries, um, the marshlands, the kidneys purging, you know, the ocean land in order to clean the water. And the um, the reason why this op-ed was so important is this prayer call to action that this matriarch collective has put out there um, for everybody. And this isn't just for Bears Ears Monument. This I kind of uh, interpreted this op-ed as a call to action for all matriarchs out there. And to me, where I come from, Maryland is the land of the sea. Um, the Chesapeake Bay. I don't think that even though Maryland was named after Queen Mary and, um, you know, territorially after, um, uh, you know, uh, the United United Kingdom and England and, uh, you know, different monarchs that that migrated this way. um, I also uh, see it as a synchronicity that for some reason the Chesapeake Bay herself is an extremely important portal to the Atlantic Ocean and the crabs represent uh, a very strong healing medicine um, that represent uh, not only the state of Maryland but the um, most of the east coast uh, the Maryland blue crab that migrates between Maryland and the Gulf of Mexico so that is my call to action based off of this call to action so I'm going to read a prayer Um, And this is from the article um, as well. So the prayer is, or for the op-ed, please pray with us. Please pray for us. The mountains are reaching out to us. The plants and animals are trying to reach us. We are here. It is not just for bears ears we pray. We are praying for Mother Earth. Indigenous peoples around the globe are praying. We are praying for our children. And I'm going to cry, but that's just normal. To have strong hearts, strong minds, and have a good education and be able to go through these hard times with dignity. We are here. We are not only a people of the past. We are born of these lands. Our grandmothers took the placentas of our mothers and offered them to the cedars, just as the umbilical cords are buried in the earth. We are rooted to Mother Earth through her body like the plants are rooted to the soil. We gather their pollen to activate our prayers. The pollen shows us the path of our prayers. And I'm not, I'm going to not do a good job. There's Zodizine in Dain language means prayer. In English, so is literally translated as our tongue. And 
Dilzin means among the utmost respect to the holy people. Dilzin. When we speak, the mist of our tongues travels a long journey to the sun. We are heard and become a part of the beauty and blessings of the land and universe. In dine, we say, Bike clo di bi anite. Yes, we are rooted to Mother Earth just as we are rooted to our mothers through the umbilical cord in her womb. Her thoughts, language, prayers, songs, and stories echo through our body. Our story of bear's ears is a story of the female bear bringing gifts to the people, so in return, we protect her with our gifts as humans using our voice. We want to protect bear's ears. We want to protect these lands as they protect us. So there's more to this op-ed, um, but one of the important parts that I don't have, I just took screenshots of parts of this op-ed, is that uh, it's the, the, the fact that we have a voice to speak for the bear that, that sacrificed um, or protected the lands. And a huge piece of my journey west uh, throughout the process, I've lived out west twice now. Um, I had two journeys out to California that led me, you know, um, back east, ultimately back to um, the sea here in Maryland, back to the bay, um, both times. And now that I'm here in the bay as I speak in real time, talking about the Empress card and Mother Earth, um, I saw this as a call to action to reduce the amount of plastic that I'm using that does ultimately go out to the ocean. Now, I love iced coffee, and even this morning, I threw a Dunkin' Donuts plastic container in the trash because it had been sitting in the car overnight. I forgot it. Usually, I try and reuse plastic, but two of the things that had been going on when I was on the road is my plastic in use of plastic was so high because I was constantly getting bottles of water at gas stations and trying to ethically um, throw away, you know, bottles of water. Even right now, um, I don't have a water filter. I just moved into a little space of, of, uh, to be alone for a little bit. Um, and so my goal is to reduce plastic and also I'm able to now make coffee, um, so I'm using less coffee cups. And this is how I view the Empress card. It's very small, 1% steps into creating a better environment um, for the Empress, um, which to me is Mother Earth. Um, I'm just an extension of Mother Earth, and I, I take having this as my birth card extremely seriously um, in that, you know, my duty on this planet ultimately is to um, be a voice for animals um, the less fortunate for those who are homeless and um, to help water. And I don't know uh, for clean water, advocate for clean water. So um, this is how I view this card. Um, and I view this card as a very, very strong gift of both fertility um, and seasonal changes. So we're heading into spring here. The Empress is in full bloom, but as the full moon, um, you know, shined up 
on on the earth yesterday in Scorpio, there was this release of a lot of strong traumatic wounds. So if you found the sediment did come to the surface, and I'm going to keep using that as a term of the sediment reaching the surface because it's almost like Pluto um, is helping, has been helping to dredge um, the bottoms of the sea. I'm going to use, I'm just going to use all sort of metaphors of the ocean right now. Um, and Neptune has been in Pisces. Um, and now we have the Saturn square to Venus and Mercury. And then today the moon and Taurus, um, you know, there's a lot of elements here at play, even as Mars is also in the sign of the crab, um, cancer. Um, so there is a lot of full elements at play here. Um, even though, uh, you know, we're not in a fire season right now, the fire planet Mars is being asked to purge in a lot of ways to, to, to wash away the pain in a lot of ways and really experience the gamut of emotion every two days. So there is a, there's a connection between earth and sky and water right now that's really really beautiful um and that is the empress card um if anybody has any questions and you use the anchor app which i am on there's actually a messenger um if you're on anchor you can actually send me a message so if you do have any particular astrology questions or any tarot questions that you would like me to answer on this podcast i will be great. I will pull cards. I can look at um, your astrology. I'm going to be adding in a portion this Sunday to this podcast network um, for Celebrity Sunday with my first edition. I'm really excited, um, which will be Dancing with the Demi. It's going to be a full exploration of Demi Lovato's natal chart. Um, I just finished her documentary a couple weeks ago, which is fabulous. And I wanted her to be the first celebrity chart that I review. Now, I'm going to have rules on the celebrity charts that I view. Um, They have to be uh, in two sources. So meaning astro.com and another major astrology source. This has to be sort of pop star status. Um, I'm not doing obscure celebrities, but I'm also going to include events as well. Um, So I'm really excited about that. So the first edition of this little piece of this podcast is going to be the wonderful Demi Lovato. So have a great rest of your week and take care.